Hi everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Two Compass Basketball Podcast. On this episode, we'll be talking about all the exciting events that occurred at the start of March Madness, and even name drop some brackets from the Two Compass Bracket Challenge. As always, we are partnered with the Amateur Hour Sports Network, so check us out on their website. All you need is on our link tree in our IG bio. But first, know it all, spin that nasty track one more time. All right, we're back with another episode. Um, I know it's a little bit um, unusual, the timing, but I cannot be more happy that to record this today as we've had a, a thrilling past weekend of college basketball. Uh, I'm back here with Liam and Andres. Hey, guys, how's it going? Pretty going good. Fantastic. Uh, I guess Dre didn't want to talk first there. Usually he does, but he's probably humbled <laughs> after last night's showing from yeah, we all his uh, Kansas Jayhawks that... They what was their, their third worst loss in program history or something. They not they didn't just bow out. They crashed and burned out. Yeah. Um, so I guess I'll talk first. But a fantastic opening weekend of uh, of games. Yes. March Madness time. Big smiles on all of our faces. Even with that loss, Dre. It's just it's a good time to be. Uh, I'm, I'm, my team didn't even make it, but I'm still able to have fun at this time. So yeah. Yeah, I was just gonna We're say I was like um, I was up till like two in the morning looking to see when Kentucky was gonna go on, but. Uh, I fell asleep, so I don't know. You tell me, was they, were they on after two? I wasn't sure. I think they opted out. The committee called oh, them, okay. and they opted out of the tournament oh, okay. this year. Fair enough. Fair enough. No, they're but like Liam to, said. They're just trying just to play gonna, it safe, keep people safe. Yeah, exactly. Uh, just echoing what Liam said. Yeah, fantastic weekend of uh, basketball. No complaints here. So many upsets, so many bracket busters, but we're enjoying it either way. Even if your team's out, even if your bracket's busted, you can you at least get to enjoy some good basketball. And some Cinderella stories. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. No, definitely uh, to reiterate what Andres and Liam said, we're super happy to uh, be able to bring this pod to you, even if it's an unusual time, because uh, what what's, brings a smile to people's faces more than, than uh, March Madness? And we've already had a crazy, crazy, crazy uh, weekend with, I know, thank you. And I actually want to say, I appreciate everyone for t- participating in the bracket challenge, because that's something we wanted to make big. Uh, thank you, um, Jen North again for, for giving us a gift card to give out to all you, uh, skilled and lucky, uh, participants who've won one. Um, mostly lucky to the to guy who, um, who won the lucky draw in the beginning, but also some skill to Peyton for coming first. Yeah. Liam's girlfriend coming first, uh, for the, the first weekend. So, I mean, I don't know it's, it's a great time and we're so happy you guys could play along with us. Um, a lot of you guys are beating us, um, as you guys saw with our with our brackets. Um, I think I'm positioned like 46 right now, not looking too good, but uh, I still have my championship championship game in there with Baylor and Gonzaga. So let's hope that keeps going. But uh, yeah, no, thank you everyone for participating. It's gonna keep getting more and more fun. Uh, we'll keep you guys updated like usual. But yeah, no, we really appreciate it. But now we're gonna jump into some uh, some college basketball, I don't know, I guess takes and an analysis. Review. What we thought of like the first weekend. Yes, a review um, to what we thought of this weekend. And I don't know, and just see what what we kind of will have upcoming for next weekend as well, as we still have the Sweet 16 uh, raring to kick off. So um, I'll just, I want to start off with the um, with Gonzaga's region, the West region. Uh, we'll just go through the, the, some of the games <coughs> that happened and what maybe what we expected, what went differently. And kind of just obviously there was major upsets here. Some of it was expected, but I think my bracket looked pretty good for this one. How about you guys? We'll go with the Empress. So, yeah. So, good good region. Obviously, I think, well, I'm assuming most of us have Gonzaga at least this far. Um, so, they've looked good. 
that what I was going to say was down in the bottom end there. I, okay. And this is where March Madness is crazy, man. It's I, these games are honestly anything, but a 16 one seed. I honestly feel like is a toss up and anyone can win. And it's like, no matter how much prep, no matter how much reading, no matter how much uh, college basketball watching you do, like anything can happen. And I, uh, I originally had Oregon upsetting Iowa, but then I'm doing a bunch of reading and saying, oh yeah, you know what? Oregon's, they don't have any big players. Like Garza is going to absolutely dominate. Oregon's tallest player, they, they roll out a lineup of all six five six six guys. Garza is going to kill them. So I'm switching it up. I'm, I'm not taking my seven seed Oregon Ducks, who I like as an underdog. You love Oregon as a, as a seven seed. We were talking about that a little bit last time. And I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, uh, Garza is going to go off. Garza did go off. He dominated to the tune of 36 yeah. points. He had everything he wanted. Yeah. In his last ever college game, that was really sad to see him, by the way, um, after four years. But anyway, but Oregon still destroyed them. And I'm just like, okay, I'm doing this reading. I'm doing this prep. I've got the matchup analyzed from what I think <laughs> is going to happen. And then it, Oregon just scores every single possession, it seems. They almost put up 100 points on them. So, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. You know, shout out to Oregon, but it's just one of those things where it's like, man, I can't believe I actually thought I had a good handle of what's going to happen in these regions and in this bracket. And it's like five minutes into the tournament, you're like, well, didn't see this happening. Didn't see that happening. How did this happen? I can't believe this is happening. And it just, it's pure March Madness could not be more aptly named. So, um, yeah, yeah my kind of story sure. there is and, and, was expecting Iowa yeah. to win, didn't win. And yeah, I don't know. It's funny you say that, Liam, because I remember you. I don't know. I don't know if you mentioned that in the pod about, or it was a separate about the um about Oregon size. I mean, Oregon size compared to Iowa, and you definitely had me thinking a bit because that's something I didn't really consider. But then, mm-hmm. um, and the announcers kind of made this point during the game. But Iowa was actually the two hundred and thirty fifth. I think around there, two hundred thirty something, uh, ranked country, uh, ranked country, ranked team in the country guarding against the three. And that's basically all Oregon did. It, it definitely showed yeah. in the game. They were just knocking down threes left and right. And Iowa literally like it looked like they didn't even know how to guard a three. They never done one in their life. So it just, it was like no. it was like super obvious that, that that kind of hole in their game, um, Oregon looked to ex- exploit it and did a very good job of it. So luckily I didn't uh turn to your advice, Liam, and I still yeah. had Oregon I had Oregon actually Oregon and USC in my sweet sixteen. So I called that right. Uh that nice. was probably the only thing I called the right um, this whole bracket. So, uh, I'm going to be proud of, be pretty, be pretty proud of myself on that one. But yeah, no, that was, um, that was definitely a, a one hell of a game for sure. Andre, what was your yeah. take on, on this region so far? Anything you saw that like you liked Did everything go chalk for you? Uh, what, what happened? well, I got, I guess like the upper half of the region correctly. And then once I got to the bottom, uh, I guess I placed too much faith in the superstar in Garza to move me forward. Um, I thought, I think I had that same mentality going into the Big Ten tournament too. I'm like, if Luca, Gar- if I'm going to pick a team other than Michigan or uh, Illinois to win the tournament, it'll be a guy who has a superstar. And yet yeah. again, the superstar kind of fails, not superstar himself fails me, but the team fails me. And last time I'm putting stake in a guy, in a team that highly, highly re- uh, relies on a superstar. So, um, <laughs> and obviously yeah. I, I, didn't, I didn't do like the, the, the research that the announcers obviously had. I did not find that stat, and I'm sure maybe if I did, I might have changed my mind. But um, yeah, my bottom half bracket wasn't too too great. Um, I, I didn't really like putting a Pac-12 matchup in the Sweet 16, so I can tell you that I was never going to guess that right right off the bat. I definitely no. wasn't. So in um, Kansas, obviously had the COVID struggles, which kind of hurt them, I think. 
Um, I know they got blown out, but they only had McCormick for two practices during March Madness, and they had Jalen Wilson basically touch ground in Indiana that day on Tuesday. So, and he's like the third option for scoring. So it wasn't looking great for Kansas, but a blow like this is obviously not asked for. So sad to see him go like this. <laughs> but yeah, I thought Kansas was at least if they escaped the weekend, would have gave uh, uh, Iowa, who I predicted, or I guess Oregon in this case, a good a good run. I think Kansas would have matched up really well against Oregon because their perimeter defense is really good. So, um, but unfortunately, obviously, yeah. that's not that's not the case. But yeah, uh, guess the top half, bottom half, brutal. Top half, good. <laughs> nice yeah no, I, like i had i had i think i had the ucsb ohio matchup like looming and i was i really yeah. wanted to see that that would have been really fun to watch but yeah. unfortunately crane just beat ucsb by one point and that was so frustrating to watch because uh, if that if, other than that i would have had a perfect uh region um they but blew unfortunately, the layup too down yeah i know i was crazy oh my god that was actually brutal well, then they but, blew out ohio the know. next round crane actually looked really good against yeah ohio. yeah yeah they did yeah. It could have been a completely different story, but honestly, it, w- it was um that's the way it goes. I had got Crane until probably the last day, like the Thursday, and then I switched it to UCSB. Um, yeah, that didn't that didn't work out for me. So, um, but no, it was a it was definitely a region that for the most part was prevalent. That was like the storyline of the whole tournament, where the basically not every re- every conference is doing well, but the Pac twelve, I mean, not Pac twelve, sorry, Big twelve and the Big Ten. Um, those are the, a lot of the teams that disappointed you. So like Pac-12 basically ran through the the some of the teams like Kansas, uh, ran through Iowa. So it, it was just something, something you probably wouldn't predict to be honest. Like if I picked USC to be Kansas, uh, mainly because Andres gave me the intel that Kansas was kind of uh, limping their way towards the tournament. So I quickly changed that last second yeah, because I, I don't like a team co- go- going in cold. Um, I actually really don't like. I it just like because I know Kansas was struggling with actual cases on their team. So just coming from a from a as a Baylor fan who experienced that, I knew like that's not something that really um, teams get over, especially having to travel to Indianapolis and then having to put practices together. It's definitely it, it takes time to get back from that. So I didn't expect Kansas to be themselves at all, and that's why I kind of like I didn't definitely didn't expect USC to be this good, but um, I definitely yeah, didn't think Kansas great. was going to be go that far. So um, yeah, it's definitely it's definitely tough. So that was my like I think. We kind of t- did our takes. I mean, Gonzaga is going to be Gonzaga. There's not much we can really say about this region. Um, but who do you guys have going out into the Elite Eight out of the out of the two games? So Gonzaga versus Creighton and USC versus Oregon. We'll go to Andres. Well, uh, Andres first. Yeah, okay, I was right going to say, like, uh, the one takeaway I have, like, if it was going to be from this region, is Gonzaga is looking like no one can stop him. Like, I don't, I don't yeah. see anyone stopping Gonzaga. So I have them to my final four easily at this point, even though before I was hoping they had an early exit, but that was just really naive of me because I don't see them stopping anytime soon. And I would say, so obviously Gonzaga there, and then I would say USC because um, their big men uh, can shoot, which showed against Kansas. I don't know if it's going to be a one-game blimp in the in their schedule, but they were shooting lights out. They are shooting like at 1.61% from three or something like that. It was crazy. So, mm-hmm. like, not just a big man, but the whole t- as a t- as a team. So, USC, I'm gonna say over Oregon, and that's gonna be a matchup. That's gonna be pretty good to see in inter- interior with uh, Timmy and um, what's his name? And Kispert. No, I, the USC center it's escaping me right Timmy now. Timmy and Mobley. Oh, Mobley. Oh, Mobley. Yeah, it's gonna be a good matchup to see yeah. what they can do there. <laughs> and 
yeah. So it's gonna. I'm hoping that's that's a matchup and Gonzaga all the way through the final four. Yeah. What What do you thoughts, Liam? I actually, I completely, I think Dre. Those are my same predictions. Um, I am really excited for the for the Oregon USC game because they both looked have looked so good. I know Oregon was only one game, but they literally almost put up a hundred points. So I'm really excited to see them mm-hmm. again. I think Oregon's the reason I'm picking USC to go is I think Oregon's case maybe a little bit kind of like Colorado in their first game. Colorado destroyed Georgetown with the three ball. They almost put up a hundred points in that first game. Um, I Mm. think they regress a little bit towards the mean, kind of like Colorado regressed towards the mean against Florida State, and Florida State really won pretty easily. I think Oregon comes down off that high a little bit. They've kind of been an up-and-down team all season. Um, I know most of that was due to injuries, and they're finally pretty healthy. But I think they come down a little bit, and USC is, like you said, the Mobley brothers, twin towers in the paint but they can both also step out and hit the three and it's not even just them their guard play has been good as well so uh i think usc a little bit stronger but um i'm definitely excited for that game uh i think even i think usc gives gonzaga a bit of a game i know i'm kind of putting gonzaga in already don't want to disrespect creighton because really anything can happen but gonzaga's looked Mm -hmm. super strong um yeah, I think USC gives would give Gonzaga a really good game. I think Creighton keeps it close for a little bit, but Gonzaga has so many weapons, man. We've seen it. Timmy can go off. Kispert yeah, will go crazy. off. Suggs will go off. Ayayi, Nemhart, great complimentary pieces. Like they just they have guys that go off every single game, and it can be four or five different guys. So, um, like Ayayi yeah, had that like, has the only triple double of Gonzaga's like history. Too. Like you just to show the caliber of like pieces they have around him. Yeah, and no one even talks about him. Exactly. <laughs> like, yeah. No. So, uh, I think Creighton keeps that one close for a little bit, and then and then Gonzaga pulls away, kind of like they do with with their weapons. They can hit yeah. you anywhere. Like, is, is that um, kind of, are you predicting kind of a little bit like the Gonzaga Oklahoma game where Oklahoma yeah, kept pretty it close much. for like maybe in like I would say like three quarters of the first half, and then after that it was kind yeah. of like a. You saw yeah, maybe Creighton. Maybe bit. it's like a it's like a close game at halftime. Even maybe Creighton can keep it going in the second half. They're playing yeah. well as well too. Zagorowski is uh, mm-hmm. finally kind of living up to his his billing at the um, kind of in March. I know he's had a rough couple marches. Uh, Creighton as a program has had a rough couple marches, but um, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm. Uh, I hope Gonzaga makes the Final Four. I gotta say, I do want to see them against like a Baylor or a Michigan or another one seed yeah. as well, just because, just to kind of see that uh, we haven't seen Gonzaga in a huge, huge game yeah, uh, this season, true. or I guess since the very start. Yeah, no, I, I, I agree with both of you guys. Um, I have the USC and um, Gonzaga going, like going through, like winning their games. I think that just like Yulia, I'm really excited for the Oregon game, share the same sentiments and Gonzaga. I kind of like, I'm, I'm the same way. I kind of wish they played, more of like a powerhouse traditional team. Um, I know Oklahoma is not like the Oklahoma of old, but I just want to see when they get like punched in the mouth really hard, see how they react. Cause I feel like they haven't done gone to that, to experience that probably since the beginning of the season. And I just want to see how it's like for them. Cause they've been coasting for the most, for the most part in the second half. So I just want to really want to see them play. Like you said, like a Michigan um, or Alabama or Florida state. And then come out and yeah. if they be, win that game, come out and play like a Baylor or a Arkansas, even maybe, and then a, or a Houston. So, or even a lower Chicago, the way they're playing. Or an Oral so Roberts. I really do, <laughs> 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 yeah, no, I think they'd run over them. Um, but like, no, so I, I really want to see that. I've always, and I've said this in the past pod, like, 
I, I, I do like I do think Gonzaga is the best team in the country, but I just want to see how they do against a really good team. How they would come back from some adversity, or if a team was locking them down like Baylor. Like I just want to see how they would react to it because they've been coasting for too long, and I know they've been getting high praises, but then again, they haven't really been playing anyone. And it, it, like I see the stats that they have during the games, like they're the number one offense, scoring all these points and stuff. But I'm like, look who you're playing. Like, of course you're going to be the number one offense when your team's uh, that good, but also like putting up like 90 points, 90 to 100 points a game and stuff like that. Like, of course your efficiency is going to be great yeah. when you're playing that competition. So yeah. uh, I just want to see it. Um, they could prove me wrong for sure. I just would love to see it though. Um, so yeah, I have those two going into my elite eight. Now we'll move on to the South region. And now this was a, a fucking shit show because I got so much red <laughs> on here. It's actually ridiculous. I have so much red on here. Um, the only consistency for me in this region was Baylor. And that's about like, honestly, that's basically it. I got everything else wrong for the most part. Uh, in the first round, I had Texas Tech and Baylor, and then Texas Tech lost the last the next game, which I had them going through the Sweet 16. So, yeah, that's the only thing consistent in this region. I don't even know what to say. This was a crazy region. You had Oral Roberts upsetting Ohio State. You had um, some of the, the the very common upsets that people pick, like the Colgate, like the Virginia Tech, um, like the Winthrop did not happen. So you had those go like towards the favorite. So it was just like, it's crazy to see. I mean, people probably picked Arkansas, so that's fair, going into, like, the Sweet 16. So that could have been, like, good for some people who are going for the three seed. But other than that, like, I just don't imagine you having this region perfect unless you're unless you're a Peyton Dibert. Because this is, this, is this is just crazy what happened here. So, um, yeah, uh, uh, Liam, like, what, what, is, what was your take? Or who went first? I think, Andres, what's your take now on this other region? How did you do? Um, honestly, I was going to say, it's if, like, if you really look, if you step back and kind of look at it, it's not really... Like it's not out of the ordinary, other than Oral Roberts, of course. Um, like that, that could have like really screwed you. But if you really think about it, like if you had Arkansas going to Sweet 16, Villanova and Baylor to Sweet 16, like you're not looking, it's not looking too bad for you. You pick one upset in North Texas over Purdue, which I think quite a few people uh, predicted it. And then, um, yeah. and then like yeah, the or like I said, the Oral Roberts kind of screwed everyone. But you're going to get a two of fifteen upset, I think, most commonly in most tournaments, maybe. People, everyone looks out for one of those and then like i had florida moving on so <laughs> like i don't know i just like i know mine's really bad but i'm just saying like if you take a step back and actually look yeah. at it you might have i think a lot I of think, people expected mm-hmm. more upsets in this bracket than they actually did that's why like i know me i know yeah. like myself liam had i don't know if you did daniel but i had winthrop to the sweet 16 but like realistically it's yeah, villanova, had, it's villanova. Winning, but i didn't have the sweet 16. It's realistically mm-hmm. it's villanova as a program i think we undermined and then um yeah yeah. And then Texas Tech, we were high on, so obviously I didn't. I had him to the lead eight, but Arkansas is playing good basketball. Um, and then I had Florida to my Sweet Sixteen, and Oral Roberts is just crushing teams right now. So it's just that one program yeah. kind of screwing people. Yeah, I, I I think, and kind of just to like back up to what I said, like it was just more like the like the Villanova upset was because they lost their one of their best players, right? So you a lot of people were picking that upset, like you picked them in Sweet Sixteen. Um, I don't know if a lot of people were picking that North Texas or Purdue. Um, I like I didn't have it. I'm not sure if you guys had it as well. I, I had the North Texas. Um, but they drew nice. So and then like the Texas Tech you just say I think a lot of people are picking Texas Tech there. But the Colgate one was a pretty popular one against Arkansas. I saw a lot of people pick the Colgate, and then also Virginia Tech over Florida. A lot of people picking that too. So that's why I kind of say like this was a region where like you should have went favorites over for the most part favorites over the upset, other than like like Oral Roberts obviously. But um, and that's where, yeah, no, and, I think and that's um, where reading into it kind of screws you. Mm-hmm. Because you have to pick the upsets, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. 
Um, but yeah, like so, so yeah, like you said, so everything kind of went. I mean, you had Florida, which I thought looked great for you. Went to Oral Roberts one. Yeah, that's what I thought too. But, um, I, was, I was cheering. I was hoping <laughs> they even made it to Elite Eight to knock off like a couple of points for Arkansas fans. But now yeah. I'm just hoping for Oral Roberts to do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, what what did what did you have, Liam? Here. Um. Yeah. No, this was a crazy region, man. I. Uh, so I think I gotta say I think my favorite part of the March Badness tournament is finding a mid major, or in my case, a few mid major teams that are <laughs> double digit seeds that you haven't watched all year. That you're like yeah. you read about them, you find guys like who I called Abmus, but apparently it's Acemus. Obviously, didn't know much about him other than he's the leading scorer. You find guys like that. You find reasons to pick to back these double-digit seeds, and then it's like anticipation. Then you finally get to watch the game. So that was this. This region kind of showed both ways for me. Like I had Oral Roberts, Oral Roberts, excuse me, in that game um, because of Ace Miss. Didn't even know who a banner was going into the tournament, and oh my goodness, <laughs> I'm in love with that yeah. guy now. But um, so that's just the best feeling: picking a 15 seed, getting all hyped up, and then they actually pull off the win is awesome. On the other hand, and I know both of you guys, I think we're, we're on this on this train as well. At Winthrop, 23-1. and one, They've got this Vodgen guy. I'm super excited to watch him and, and watch this team. Mm-hmm. Going up against a Villanova that's hurting, absolutely limping physically and, uh, I guess, mentally into the tournament. And, Dre, you kind of mentioned last week, you're like, watch Villanova just reach the Sweet 16 easily somehow. And yeah, we're all doubting yeah. Jay Wright. And they did. And Vodgen was disappointing. And you're kind of like, man, I was so excited for this 12 seed. They they seemed like the most popular 12 over five. Um, yeah, again, a team you haven't seen, you're super excited to watch them. And then Villanova mm-hmm. just kind of pumps them yeah. and it's it's easy. So <laughs> yeah. it was the the highs and lows were of picking mm-hmm. uh, double digit underdogs that you haven't seen were kind of both, uh, both ends of the spectrum were on display in this region. So all in all fun though. Yeah, Jay Wright got it yeah, right. I, I think... I, yeah, yeah, exactly. I think a lot of I think a lot of it was because we rate like team team how teams do going into the tournament. I think we were caught in that like kind of parallel yeah, where it was tell like me about it. we we wanted we saw all the good teams like Oregon State, the Georgetown, all these teams coming in super hot, and we're like, okay, they're gonna continue the streak. We love to see it. They're playing good basketball. We're gonna keep playing good basketball, and some of them worked, like Oregon State, for example. Some of them didn't, like the Georgetown, but it was goes to the opposite as well because Villanova. Lost to Georgetown in the semifinal, like oh they're they're done. There's no way. Yeah. And we saw them getting a fifth seed. And we're like wow, a fifth seed that might be a little too high. We're picking that upset. I remember we were all saying that, um, in the in the pre, uh, tournament pod and and look what happened. Villanova just proved us wrong. Sometimes it's not your actual form coming into it. Uh, maybe it's just more good coaching or maybe the players stepping up and stuff like that. That things you can't predict as much. Players stepping up or that. But hey, sometimes you just can't go against good coaching. Yeah, I think, that, I think that's even more, though that's even though Tom Izzo kind of lost, but yeah, yeah. Um, yeah so. But like I was gonna say, like Liam was. I remember messaging Liam like after the Arkansas Colgate game, like man, like even with like I guess what was it like four minutes or something when Arkansas started pulling apart. Like man, Liam, you're mm-hmm. probably you were probably starting that whole game, weren't you? Because I think you had <laughs> you have Arkansas to lead eight, right, or final four. I have I have Arkansas final four and they yeah. went down by fourteen in the first half on the second game of the first day of March Madness. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh my god! Yeah, I know. I'm, really, I know. I'm on March break, so I've been reading about brackets and about teams for like three days in a row, and my bracket's done. Second game, in. <laughs> yeah. And Colgate looked good, man. Their bench was high. Yeah, their absolute 
Arkansas is taking a bunch of stupid shots, turning <laughs> the ball over. I'm like, why? Why did I trust this team of a uh, of freshmen yeah. here? But um, yeah, they For turned example. it around, and then a really probably I think maybe the game of the tournament. So well, probably not, but one of the games of the tournament was Texas Tech Arkansas. Really hype ending to that yeah. one. Um, yeah. Just close pretty much the whole game. So Arkansas still alive. And- yeah. And it's funny, it's like, what an opening day, too, because we had that Virginia Tech-Florida game as, like, the first game of March Madness. Yeah, so any of people just watching and getting into it, I was sweating that, that was great. We're going into overtime, I know we were, I know me and Andres were sweating, and we were getting so into it, like, there were actually our teams just basically cheering for them, but mostly Andres, because he had Florida and Sweet yeah. 16. And, yeah, um, was the same boat as you. Yeah, it was like, what an, yeah, <laughs> what an opening day that was. So it, it was really, it was really cool to see this, uh, this region definitely gave us a treat for upsets, close games, and stuff like that, so... And also, I want to add. Like, I know I'm 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 trying to be very humble with this because Baylor's still in the still in the tournament. But I just want to say that Baylor is looking really good. Um, I was uh, you could ask on is I was stressing when Baylor was keeping it close to Hartford in that first like like first ten <laughs> minutes of the game. I was like, oh no, here we go. But uh, they have obviously pulled their way and won by twenty four. Um, but yeah, they looked. Um, and I was nervous throughout the whole Wisconsin game, but I think that was partially just because. Um, I'm not used to Baylor making like being this strong and having this big of a run, and I just wanted to keep going. But anytime they were even close, getting close to seven points within Wisconsin, I was having like a panic attack. I'm like, no, this can't can't go lower than seven, can't go lower than seven. And Baylor pulled it through. They never got lower than seven, ended up pulling away. So Baylor's looking really good against what people were saying a hot Wisconsin team, mostly Austin Rebello, maybe Liam a little bit. Um, so yeah, I, th- I think the two, I think the matchup was really good for Baylor. Um, because Wisconsin just routed a North Carolina team that was really young, turning it over, playing no perimeter defense, and they were just shooting them down. But Baylor, that was not going to happen. So um, they're looking really good against uh, a good Villanova team as well. Definitely not underestimating them, but let's hope let's hope that they reach the lead eight and see the winner of Arkansas or Rockets. Just say, Liam, this might be not be a take that you you like to hear, but Gonzaga Baylor locks for Final Four. Just might might have to return to that in uh, in, a, in two weeks or so. Yeah, well. I'm like I still don't think they're locks, guys. I think anything can happen in these next I'm two just, games. Well, I Although, to say, yeah. like, we'll see. It has opened up a bit for Baylor. I will say that. I think with uh, Oral Roberts, Arkansas, and uh, and Villanova, I think Villanova might be the toughest test there. Tougher yeah, than the, yeah. the two that could be presented after. On the quickly mm-hmm. on the Oral Roberts game, um, obviously I'm cheering my heart out for those guys. I'll, Peyton, <laughs> we'll talk about Peyton's parlay later, but she had a huge yeah, parlay and, to the end and of the Roberts was yeah. part of it. But, and then mm-hmm. like they're up by, what was it? Five with like a minute left. I'm like, this is actually going to happen. And then <laughs> when they missed, when they missed the three and then Washington gets it back with like a second left wide open. Yeah. How certain oh my were God. you guys that he's going to hit that shot? hundred percent. I was, oh, I was, I was positive he was going to hit that shot. I was yeah. like, no way. After yeah. this whole awesome game Earl Roberts <laughs> played, Washington wide open. The guy's been on fire for like a month. And I, I cannot yeah. believe he missed that shot. Yeah. Yeah. Thought I was going for overtime for sure. I'm like, here we go. I have another five yeah. minutes. Double overtime. Yeah. Right? That yeah. would have been double overtime. Oh um, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that was that was an yeah. awesome moment, probably my favorite moment, that and was. it's a missed shot, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I said, this region brought us some special moments. So let's let's hope it yeah. continues, not at Baylor's sake, but for for everyone else. Um, let's move on to the eastern, the east region, not eastern, east region, um, which had Michigan as their one seed here. This this one was a little bit tricky because you had. A huge upset that we'll, we'll definitely get into. 
but also had some upsets that didn't really go the way that a lot of people imagined them to. Um, so let, let's start off with Liam because I understood the last one. What, what were what were your thoughts on this region? Because I know I had I had Texas going to my final four. I had UConn making a little bit of a run, which that didn't happen. They got beat by Maryland. Um, the top of my bracket looking pretty good in the East region. I have Florida State, Michigan. But yeah, no, definitely that bottom half is um, one that I did not expect. How about you? How did yours look? Um, yeah, well, I actually, I actually had Abilene Christian as well winning this game. Uh, I kind of did you? Yeah, I did in my bracket. The nice part about picking all options you look good, but the ones yeah. <laughs> that I miss, like the Winthrops, the uh, who else? The UC Santa Barbara, um, the Eastern Washington over Kansas. I had which looked all right for a bit, but um, you end up getting the upsets, but then you miss a whole bunch in your brackets, like mid mid table and all your pools. So it doesn't, it doesn't not even yeah. worth it, but one of these years, man, I'm going on a run. Anyways, <laughs> the, the Abilene Christian game was, was really fun. Um, I, I, I did a little bit of reading about how Texas, when they face high tempo defenses that trap everything and switch like that, that they don't do too well. So that was enough for me to, to ride with the 14 seed. And yeah, man, I loved watching Abilene Christian, how they played defense. They were absolutely swarming everything. Probably the most energetic team I saw in the first round. They, uh, they had that white guy on the bench who was, he's got to be hype man of the tournament. Um, <laughs> the guy who, <laughs> you know, the guy I'm talking about. Yeah, that, I know you're talking I swear, about. He was in the photo, happened, I believe. They, yeah, they yeah, did that. Yeah. They panned to him, and he's like going crazy on the on the <laughs> yeah. sideline when they when uh when they won the game. He was doing the horns down for Texas. He's the first <laughs> guy on the court chasing that <laughs> guy who hit the That's free throw. So guys, um, guys that was a fun game, man. Uh, yeah. I, uh, I gotta say, crazy I ending though too. Cra- crazy ending. Oh yeah. Like, like crazy, yeah. I thought. I didn't. I didn't really see the foul. Um, I didn't watch like every highlight of it. Like the end. Like I watched the game, but I didn't watch it, like the last part. Was that actually a foul when he shot so the free throw to, to put him up ahead? It wasn't the guy driving. It was on the putback. Pleasant got it and then tried started oh, to put it up the and Pullman hacked him across the arm. So yeah, it it, oh. it was a foul. And everyone on Twitter in, in said re- it was a foul as well, but. Yeah. Right. Uh, because in the, in the replays, they didn't sh- they didn't highlight like the the guy no, putting it yeah, back. Yeah. They just highlighted the drive him falling over. So I was and like, this is not a foul. There's no first. way. Yeah. yeah everyone yeah. was confused, okay. but then the putback. Yeah. There's a there's a hack in there. Um. But yeah. Mm-hmm. How about the pleasant guy stepping up as what he was like a fifty something percent free throw shooter, and he just nails two yeah. of the well the that, two biggest ones in his mm-hmm. career. Yeah. Is, is it me like is it me or does it did every game a lot of the games i watch where these 50 percent free throw shooters would just be knocking down these free throws left and right like it like they're like 80 percent 90 percent free throws in the moment uh, i don't know if it was just me but like i would, I would say like 80 yeah, or, or pot or, or, like, like against Baylor. I think like, like yeah like yeah. i'm like what like, i don't understand where this is coming from like they're they're obviously made in march but i don't know for yeah. some reason that just always po- popped in my the, the commentary be like oh he's a 57 percent free throw and he'd be knocking like seven out of ten down eight out of ten down like oh my gosh yeah and then you've got washington in the or- ohio state game he's like a 80 something percent and he missed two huge ones yeah two yeah. absolute huge ones and uh and they choked it away i think liddell missed another one there but um, to keep it on this region, yeah. So that was fun. Yeah, I gotta say, I did not see UCLA uh, coming in. I didn't think they'd beat Michigan State. Uh, I didn't think mm-hmm. they'd beat BYU. I did think they'd beat Abilene Christian, to be honest. But once they got there, but um, I'm I'm impressed by them. They're playing really well. Um, so that'll be a that'll be a fun one coming up against who do they got now? Alabama. 
They got Alabama. Ooh, yeah. That'll be a... Um, they're all good games now. Like, yeah. Alabama's the fun part about the Sweet too. 16 is, is pretty much every team that made it through probably looked real good in the first two games. So you just don't really know where to go on who you're going to pick because you can see both teams winning because they've been so awesome for the for the opening weekend. So um, on the top half, yeah, Florida State, man, they're a tough team to beat. So much length. Mm-hmm. Switch everything. Yeah. They won the first. They won their first game without hitting a three. They won their first game without hitting any threes. <laughs> That's crazy. And they didn't. It wasn't even like a close. Like they grinded out a little bit against UCNG, but it, was it wasn't like, yeah, that it was, close for a team. Yeah. With, playing against a team like UCNG, who was a bit of a popular kind of upset pick, like a good team. And if you'd have told me that Florida State would hit zero threes in that game, I'd have been like, it's oh, one. I'll take the upset for sure. Then. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But, they grind it out. They look good. Uh, I'm regretting picking St. Bonaventure. Colorado. I'm regretting Me picking St. Bonaventure over, uh, over LSU, man. Yeah. LSU looked way better yeah, in that too. game. LSU gave mm-hmm. Michigan a pretty good game. Um, so, yeah. But, yeah, I feel like, fun reason. I feel like just off namesake, I feel like the Bonnies are kind of like a Loyola Chicago, where they <laughs> always have, like, they're always, like, those small one of those smaller schools that not a lot of people know of. But they always like, give you at least an upset in the NCAA tournament. So that's what I thought it was going to be like this year as well. Clearly, yeah. I was wrong. But yeah, I, I regret that as well. But yeah, no. How about you, Andres? How did your bracket shake out? <laughs> Talk about uh, teams that are coming in hot that are not doing great. <laughs> Texas uh, Texas yeah. going all the way to the, to winning my... Well, okay. Well, the ones that I put in, the, in our group, in our bracket challenge, I actually uh, didn't have them winning it. But I did have them to go into my final four. But another two ones that I actually um, put a little bit of money on, I was I had Texas going all the way, which basically counted me out after after that game. Um, so yeah, that was a huge huge upset that I wasn't honestly I wasn't betting on to be honest. Um, like I know I know there's some stats that Liam was looking at, but even if you told me those stats, I would have still said that these these veteran yeah. backcourt will will overcome this, and we'll we'll still see Texas moving mm-hmm. on to the next round. But clearly, clearly it didn't happen. Um, so that was a big loss for me. I did, like Liam, I did have the Bonnies actually move in pretty quickly. I thought they were going to be a Cinderella story. Quickly through the bracket. Um, clearly that didn't happen. They lost the first round. So that kind of screwed me. Um, and I also thought Colorado was going to make a little bit of a run. But I picked the only Pac-12 team to not make the Sweet 16. So that's, that's my bracket. <laughs> um, and yeah, so honestly, my, my South uh, or my East, sorry, is not, was, is not looking great. Uh, the only like I have Michigan and Alabama to the Elite Eight, but everything prior to that is hot garbage. So, I mean, a lot of people had Alabama and Michigan to the Elite Eight. So, or sorry, not Alabama, Alabama Sweet Sixteen, but you know, Texas and Michigan. So yeah, yeah, that, mm-hmm. the Texas yeah, loss no, is is confounding because they looked so good in the Big Twelve tournament. I know, and yeah, like you say, Dre, mm-hmm. a team that's on fire. Uh, veteran backcourt, Coleman, um, top Jones. 10 prospects. Greg, yeah, uh, Jericho yeah. Sims looked fantastic in the tournament, especially in the final. Uh, it's just like, yeah, how are these guys going to be stopped? And then they just sputter to a, like a, they barely cracked 50 points in a loss to a 14 seed. And you're just like, how do you, that's the, another type of thing at the start of the show. I was like, how do you predict this stuff? Like, how can you, like, literally everything's a toss up? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. that's the, another thing that shows like, 
no, no matter what patterns you got, no matter what team's hot, what team's not, like you just can't. Yeah, you can't it's, correctly predict. Especially much. And, and not the not even mentioning Shaka Smart in uh, in March. Like, how do you? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was it was all going for Texas to make a run, but they get halted hard in the first round by another Texas team. Yeah. Yeah, and honestly, I, I, in the, the first weekend, there wasn't, like, that many blowouts that you expected there to be blowouts. Like, there probably was just the 116 seeds for the most part, but it was just, like, you didn't expect a lot of these teams. Like, you, like usually in the first week, like, in traditional, or first week in traditional, like, March Madness that we all, like, come to know and love, you get, like, a lot, like, blowouts. You get probably, like, a good amount of blowouts, like, like from two two to um 15 seeds, th- like, three to 14 and stuff like that. But this year, I feel like you didn't get that many other than the one seeds. Other than, unless it was like the opposite, where the the lower seed was blowing out, like the uh, like Wisconsin the, over the North Carolina, yeah, them. like you didn't really, yeah, you don't really get those because these are the, supposed to be the closer games, right? So yeah, I don't know. It was just a, it was just really weird to see because I feel like I didn't see that many blowouts. I was flipping through the we were flipping through like we had four screens going and we were flipping through some of the games and like every game was basically like either it was a a blowout like an upset and you wanted to watch it or it was like. Um, just like a really close game. So it was like, it was very, I found like very strange, but obviously I'm not complaining about it. Cause that's what makes March, March man. It's great. And no buzzer beaters. But, yet. Yeah. No, very... So we're hoping to see one at least. Yeah. True. That is very true. Well, there was, there was yeah. kind of like the, the Virginia tech Florida, like tie, I guess, um, with the yeah, three yeah. with like 0.2 seconds true. left or something like yeah. that. Um, that was pretty huge, but yeah, no buzzer beater wins, which is unfortunate, but hopefully we'll get one soon. Um, just not in the Baylor game. But other than that, hopefully we get one soon. Um, yeah. So who do you who do you, so Andres who do you have coming out um, just from the Sweet Sixteen games now in the in the East region? Who do you have coming out of there? So um, it's tough because I was trying to read up on the Livers situation in Michigan, and I didn't really get much um, today. Any updates? So mm-hmm. I don't know. I'd have to. Uh, I don't know. Like right now, I would, I'm going to pick Alabama to get out of there, but strictly because I don't know about Livers. If we get confirmation like later on in the week, I would say then he's playing. I would probably cater towards Michigan to come out, but I'm going to stick with Alabama because they've been looking really good. And I think they have the potential to even upset Michigan fully healthy. So, but right now I'm choosing Alabama. Yeah. So you have Alabama, Michigan um, going to Elite Eight. Yeah. And then I would have Alabama going to my final four if I was going to redo my bracket. How about, yeah. How about you, how about you Liam? Yeah, I have Bama in my in my bracket, so I'm going to stick with them. Um, Jones and Quinterly have been even better than advertised in the first couple rounds. Triggerly, um, Jelly Fam. Yeah. Yeah. And they, uh, <laughs> so I think UCLA's been a good story, but I'd have to go with Bama over them. I think Florida mm-hmm. State's going to give Michigan a hell of a test. Um, yeah, that's going to be I, a really yeah, good game. I, so I, I can still see Florida State winning that one, even if Livers is back, but. Um, that's going to be a tough game, regardless of who makes it out. Uh, you could really make a case for all four of these teams. I'm going to go with Bama over Florida State. So what I had nice. in my original bracket, this could be the only region I actually do do somewhat well in. So I'll stick with that, and uh, it almost certainly won't happen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so so I have uh, for me, I had I had Texas in like the in my final four, but from the teams that I can choose from here, I, I'll have Bama over UCLA. So what Liam said, um, Alabama's looking really good, and Quigley's looking to get star of this tournament. So I'm gonna have to go with Bama. Um, 
I was a huge fan of them. Unfortunately, when he went to Villanova, he had no playing time, so he had to tra- he transferred over from Villanova to Alabama, which is really unheard of because Villanova Villanova is a great program. Um, so they, like Alabama definitely benefited from that. I have I'll have them going, and then I'm sticking to my team, Florida State. I have them going to my Elite Eight as well, so I have them beating Michigan. They're very deep, very good. So I think I'm gonna go with them, and then go getting out of to the Final Four. I'll probably say Alabama as well. I'll agree with you guys. I think they're going to edge out Florida State. That'll be, the remaining games here are going to be like really good. Like I don't see them being bad games at all. So, but I'll have Alabama coming out of this region. Um, did we did we do our um, I guess final four of the east the south region? I don't think we did. So we could just circle back to that quickly um, and go with um, Liam. Who do you think from like the Baylor, Villanova, Arkansas, or Roberts games? Who do you think is going to be coming out of that? I mean, I don't want Baylor too, but it's really hard to look past them. <laughs> especially with those three yeah. teams. Um, but I'll say Oral Roberts for the fun of it. You have Oral Roberts, Baylor in the Elite Eight? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I do think Oral Roberts, they played Arkansas this year, and they were up by 11 in the first half against Arkansas. Um, and Acemas was in foul trouble in that game, and they uh, they ended up losing by about 10 I honestly think Oral Roberts could give Arkansas a good game and maybe even beat them. I don't think there's there's probably about a half a percent chance they would beat Baylor, but I'll stick with that half percent chance and go Oral Roberts <laughs> right. to the Final Four. <laughs> keep the dream alive. Keep Damn. on dancing. <laughs> I respect the determination. How about you, Andres? Liam, a newly acquired uh, Oral Roberts have a newly acquired fan in Liam. You're not gonna if if Oral Roberts makes that Elite Eight with Baylor, you're not gonna see a fan cheer harder against Baylor. Then Liam, then Liam, yeah, yeah, no. yeah, yeah. Come back probably in. won't. Yeah, I'll be cheering harder than the actual Oral Roberts fans that are going to be at the game. Yeah, exactly. Um, I'm going to go. It'll probably last about five minutes, and they'll be down by twenty. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go Arkansas just to just to go chalk, I guess. Um, Oral Roberts only won, won both their games by one possession, so I don't know how long that's going to last. Um, <laughs> so I'm going to go Arkansas, Baylor, and then Baylor to my lead, uh, final four like I have in my bracket. Yeah, just to make it quick, I have the same thing. I have Arkansas, Oral Roberts, great story, but I think Arkansas is a better team. And then Baylor, can't go against my Bears, so I'll have them against Arkansas, which I think this will be a good game as well. This happens, but I think I Baylor um, going over Arkansas. To the final four. Um, so Dan, so we're going over to the midway. Mm-hmm. Sorry, just to, yeah. I wanted to say something about because you were talking about Quinterly and the transfers. The transfers yeah. have been uh, kind of a big story in this tournament. We got Quinterly um, sure. transferred from Villanova. We got Johnny Juzang, who uh, Coach Cal didn't want to play last year, and so he transfers over to UCLA from Kentucky, and he's been lights out. He's got like sixty points or something in the tournament already. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe like fifty-eight or something. We got uh, yeah. Smith. Uh, uh, is it Justin Smith, the big man in Arkansas, who transferred from Indiana, who's not even in the tournament, and he had an awesome game against Texas Tech. Basically, one probably the biggest reason they won. Um, Nemhart's a transfer on Gonzaga from from Florida. He's he's Canadian too, actually. So shout out to him. Um, but yeah, it's, hey. especially it's awesome to see the transfers like yeah. Juzang and Smith, who's they transferred from programs who didn't have enough time for them, and now they're not even in the tournament. And these guys are. Yeah, for sure. Huge and even, even as even like three of Baylor's like best players are transfers as well, and and uh, and, and Butler, um, uh, Davion Mitchell and and Matthew Teague. So yeah, there's 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 uh, there's definitely value in looking for players that that are um, 
that are maybe overlooked by other by other schools. And, so. it, and it helps that the NCAA like, like change their transfer rules too, because I think it just makes it, it yeah. makes everything more fun and more practical for the players. Imagine like no, you didn't yeah. see transfers and people rotting on benches because you'd have to wait a year, right? So I think it's mm-hmm. I think it's better this way, and clearly it shows in the tournament too. So yeah, I agree as well. Um, so now now we're move over to the Midwest region. Um, this one was a little bit of a doozy because um, a lot of people had the big teams like West Virginia, Illinois, um, even Oklahoma State advancing pretty far, but that didn't happen. Um, I think for me, I had I had a bit a good amount of green. I think I only had one red in my first day, so I was looking pretty good. I I didn't pick the Oregon State um upset in this bracket, so um they upset a Tennessee, which I didn't really care for to be honest. It was whatever because I had Oklahoma State going into my uh, Sweet Sixteen. I was I thought I was looking nice there, uh, but then all oh, she hit the fan when Illinois got upset the second round to Loyal Chicago. Um, Oklahoma State got upset to Oregon State. Syracuse, uh, West Virginia got upset to Syracuse, so yeah. it was not looking good for Daniel in this uh, in this region. <laughs> so I basically just have Houston in my Sweet Sixteen, and that's as far as I'm going to have for like correct teams because I had West Virginia, Illinois in my in my um, in my Elite Eight. So yeah, this, for me this this didn't go too well, um, but it was definitely a really fun re- region to to watch. On just how how did your region pan out here? Um, like you, yeah, I'd, I'd, my first round was looking pretty good. Um, the only thing, like, I had really, I had big faith in Georgia Tech since I took them in our little challenge prior to the tournament. So I thought they were going to carry momentum mm-hmm. from, from winning that, uh, ACC. Uh, but clearly didn't have, like, I'll let you call it clearly undermined it. Crowig is just a remarkable, like, human being. One of the, like, if I the, knew his yeah. backstory, I, I would have totally picked Lyle Chicago to go, to go, yeah. to go over. Uh, he would have. He would have had me. He would have had me at. Uh, he carries a harmonica. Yeah. Harmonica. Around. He would have had me. He would have had, yeah. had me a harmonica. <laughs> like I just like yeah. just a guy. I mean, just incredible. Um, and then mm-hmm. every I swear every time Syracuse in this tournament, I always undermine how like teams can't handle the zone when you don't normally play to with it against it. And it seems like it's always yeah. a factor every every freaking tournament. And I have to learn next time, like sear it into my brain. If Syracuse is playing a team that hasn't played zone yet. They're going to struggle hard, and it showed against San Diego State because I had San Diego State actually going to my Sweet Sixteen because I thought they pumped them. Yeah, they beat them by sixteen. Yeah, it wasn't even close. And I yeah. had them going to my Sweet. I had them going to my um, Sweet Sixteen, thinking like last year they had a great team, maybe some momentum might carry over. I know they lost some players, but um, I think they might. They were kind of a little bit of a scary team, and then they get crushed by sixteen for Syracuse. They could not figure out the friggin' zone, so. We'll see how Houston does for with like a week of preparation almost, but um, yeah, that was a big takeaway for me. That Syracuse game was eye opening for like future tourneys to come. Yeah, you try to take those those away too, right? Like you, I I have I have that same thing where I see something that really like affected me this bracket. I'm like, okay, I'm searing in this into my brain. I'm I'm tattooing it on my on the left side just to make sure I always remember to never do this again. But then I always forget and then do it again. Probably anyways. Um, but that's what I'm yeah. trying to do with some of these things, because that's definitely a good point. Sorry, On the Syracuse there? game there, yeah, one of the things I loved was, yeah, and San Diego State was kind of a popular, like a bit of a sleeper team, right, Dre? I know you had, yeah. you said Sweet 16, and mm-hmm. they are kind of one of those sleeper teams, because again, not a big conference, but six seed, like they've had a, something cooking for a couple years now with some good teams, but yeah, Syracuse just blew them away, could not handle his own, yeah. and 
One of my favorite moments was like, it was late in the game. Buddy Beheim had just dropped whatever he did, 20 something. Yeah. And, uh, and Jim Beheim's just on the sideline, smug as can be. He's got his little grin on <laughs> and it's kind of like, you guys doubted me again. And here I am. I'm about to, and I, yeah. at that moment, I knew they were beating West Virginia. The yeah. Next, I uh, absolutely knew that too. Two, days, like, two <laughs> days later, too. I was like, you, yeah, this is absolutely happening. Yeah. How do you, pre- um, you can't, prep for, like, you right can't prep for a zone in two days. So I'm like, uh, as soon as they made it pass, yeah. I'm like, okay, they're going to see there's no way they're not going to. Yeah. Well, although I do want to add that West Virginia, I feel like is used to playing against zone because they do play teams like Baylor. And uh, I think there's another team in the Big 12 that did, does play zone a lot defense. Um, yeah, but I think that's the why Bayheim they made it close zone. for the most part. Yeah, it's different. Yeah, they, this isn't just the zone. This is the yeah, Bayheim zone yeah, <laughs> with a bunch of players who ball hawk and Dolajai as long as can be, 6'11", with the yeah. like, wingspan like crazy. And uh, yeah. You mean Ethan Sherwood? Yeah, yeah. Bro, I'm <laughs> you. Guys got a couple. I thought he's. I thought he looked like Michael Sarah, but he looks like Ethan as well. <laughs> yeah. um, he's got a a few lookalikes out there. Um, yeah. Also, we should we'd be remiss not to mention the the Houston Maryland game was an awesome game. With oh, the, or, sorry, yeah, Maryland, yeah. no Rutgers, Rutgers. 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 Oh, yeah. the grit that Big Houston had is up. absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. Oh, I was watching that, that game. I'm hurt. like, man, I think yeah, I think they're not. I don't think they're gonna win this. And then I forgot his no, name, but neither. he comes back with like a hip injury, and then like he's he's yeah. knocking down th- like important threes, gets yeah, like an he had end some one, huge buckets. Yeah, and I'm like, oh man! And then Quentin Grimes goes down with a little bit of an elbow injury, and still hits like misses his first yeah. free throws, but then hits a huge three after that. I'm like, oh, this team has grit. I don't think this is the kind of team that you think like after surpassing a game like this, you're you're gonna reach the final four. Like you just, I don't know. I think the momentum's all for Houston. I know that. Syracuse is up next, but that momentum for Houston was crazy for that after that record. Yeah, I agree, man. Yeah. Um, so that was fun. Let's go up to the top, though. You already mentioned them, and you already mentioned him. Cam mm-hmm. Krautwig. I absolutely Legend, loved man. that game. We Legend. called it an upset, yeah. guys. We called it an upset. Was that even an upset, or was that just the better team winning? Honestly, yeah, they yeah, dominated yeah. them from start to finish. Their yeah. co- they got outcoached. Krautwig made co- Crutwig absolutely lost Coburn. Coburn had his on the offensive end because he's huge and he yeah. and he's getting like a couple and ones and stuff. But Crutwig running that offense off the high post and bringing Coburn out of his his comfort zone was honestly a thing of beauty. With cutters in behind, he's yeah. making passes. He's looking like Nikola Jokic out there. Seriously, um, seriously, yeah, man. Yeah. Crutwig was fantastic, and uh, I love that guy. I love that team, and. Yeah, I, they were just so much better than Illinois. Desunmu had a horrible game. Um, yeah, terrible. Like oh, he was man. getting, he had what six turnovers and nine points, I think, almost yeah. more as many yeah. turnovers as points. So that was kind of, I thought, a bit of sweet justice for him because after the Big Ten tournament, he's taken the Kobe Bryant pictures, like the iconic pictures yeah. with the Big Ten ter- uh, trophy, yeah. and I'm kind of like. All right, man, settle down. Like this is <laughs> the first time your pro- this program's been good in forever, um, and yeah. you guys won the Big Ten tournament. Congrats! But there's bigger fish to fry here, and Loyal Chicago just smoked them right out of the gym. And it's funny you say that because other than Luca Garza, who put on that great performance, the basically the four finalists, yeah, for the yeah. Um, Naismith Award haven't really looked great at all, or their team's been knocked out. Like so, no. Kay Cunningham didn't look great. Team's knocked out. Luca Garza looked good. Look great, but his team got knocked out. 
Um, Dasumu did not look good at all. Team no. got knocked out. And then also Kisper does not look good, but granted they have a really good team, but he did not look good at this tournament he so far. He turned it on a little he bit. He all right second yeah, game he there. Turned, he yeah, he turned, turned it on I mean, bit. he turned it on, but they're already starting to like, pull away from Oklahoma. Yeah, like, you, you the want Drew these Timmy players game, to perform though. when they win. Like, yeah, that was yeah, the, exactly. Yeah. But, like but, I, we said, but because was... Kisper was invisible the first half, essentially, like he didn't really do anything, and and Timmy was basically carrying them through the mud. Were they were they not? Like yeah, Suggs wasn't on, but with that Kisper team, wasn't man, on. with that team, I could see Kisper stepping up and getting thirty points against uh, Creighton in the next game. Like I feel, could be, he, but we'll, uh, we'll see. But yeah, could be. Is this, is like, this, as, as an as a player, is, as a player of the year, you want to see him. You want to see him pulling is, through. Is this your play? Is this your play to get Davion Mitchell onto that? No, uh, Jared <laughs> Butler. Well, Davion Mitchell was, my, was the, the star of that team. I'm sorry. Like, like, yeah, Dave, but Dave, Dave Jared Butler carried, was carried, mm-hmm. uh, not carried, but was the best player on Baylor so far. Yeah, but but Jared Butler was one of the like, like nominees. Of course, I would love some Dave, Davion Mitchell love, but, but Jared checks. Butler was like actually the one of the. He hand checks, mm-hmm. boys. <laughs> no, he no, he's, no. What was it? No, it wasn't hand checks. What was it? He uh, he's well, no, it was like he slaps or something. No, it was hand checks. Yeah, it was hand checks. Was he hand checks? Yeah, oh yeah. my god, Austin's the worst. <laughs> he's like even on offense, any, he any hand excuse he can like, make. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and and he's and he's bringing up okay. If we're bringing the Austin slander, we'll, we can bring it. And then he was like giving like the stat of like how like. Oh yeah, Baylor got the refs on their side. They had so many more free throws. It's such an like uh like eye popping stat that how many more free throws Baylor got. I'm like, well, you can't really say that because one, I'm pretty sure Wisconsin was leading free throws into the half, and Baylor has so many because there was literally like seven consecutive free throws that Baylor had to make at the end because Wisconsin was just trying to kill time yeah, or like time. pause the time and and fouling them right. So I'm like, that's such a. It's like, oh yeah, I know, but like still, it's such an eye. Like it just it just something that stood out to me. Like, shut up, Austin. <laughs> <laughs> like shut up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah but uh no it just it just it's no but it's it's weird to say so hopefully uh we'll see if Kisper comes on but yeah timmy's a, the star of gonzaga right now and uh yeah seems like a great and, guy um, too after so that far, interview yeah uh, he does. after the, uh, the post-game interview he seemed like a really relatable guy like i want to be your friend like i literally want to go yeah. be like yeah. <laughs> you know you want to just have a beer with yeah, him why not just have a beer with him <laughs> uh and the well, brother, yeah, uh, we didn't uh, even mention no, I was ahead, just gonna Greg, say something quick. Uh, speaking of like wanting to be your friend, like even going back to Crutwig, there's a stat that or not a stat, but the commentators are talking about like Crutwig. Like I think it was near the end of the games. Like this is this is the type of guy that will will like lead a team to the final four of, of uh, March Madness, but then go on in a year or two to drop fifty at a YMCA game because because you know yeah. you know <laughs> yeah, you know he might so not make an NBA team, but like man, he's a good player in college. He's just one of those. Yeah. Um, I was gonna say uh, we we talked all about that region, which was crazy, and we didn't even mention Oregon State, who well we barely mentioned Oregon State, yeah. who apparently is the most is just never gonna lose again by the way things are going. Absolutely <laughs> cakewalked through the Pac-12 tournament, and then uh, yeah, you know, knocked off Tennessee, who admittedly was bad, but was a preseason what top ten team, um, disappointing season, but still quality players, and then yeah. Uh, made quick work at Cade Cunningham and, and Oklahoma State too. Um, so yeah, and and and, and this is sorry. I'll let you finish with that. I just want to add on to it. That's no, that I that's kind of what I was saying. Just uh, I don't know, like <laughs> it's kind of tough to pick against a team that's as hot as Oregon State. So I'm a little worried for uh, loyal Chicago. Yeah, and that and that's like to your point, Liam. That's what, that's where it pulls. Like we were people like us who love March Madness and try to go really hard into it. It pull it, it pulls your hair to see someone a team like that going so hot. And if you pick them against Sweet Sixteen, your brackets looking pretty nice if they pull up that upset on the Chicago. 
Um, you, it pulls like it makes you pull your hair when you see that. But then you see a Georgetown team who people thought like was going to be just as hot as Oregon State, if not yeah. hotter, because you're beating a Villanova, you're beating a Creighton. Um, I'm oh, sorry, not Creighton. Uh, was it UConn in the final? Yeah. Um, no, they did beat Creighton. No, they beat Creighton. Creighton. They beat Creighton. Creighton. Final. Uh, Creighton, Creighton. Sorry, yeah, Creighton. Uh, beating a Creighton, and then you're like, wow, th- okay, this team is going to do some damage in the NCAA tournament. And then they just get walloped by Georgetown. I mean, by Colorado. Yeah. So it's like it's like that. But that makes you pull your hair because like that well, should be an upset that, that happens. It, yeah, that's yeah the exactly. Of right? it. Like we're saying, like how do you know what's going to happen? Exactly. Yeah. So, um, to your point, yeah, the Oregon Oregon State's making a great run, and I kind of I just just wanted to say this about Loyola Chicago. There's so much content with Loyola Chicago. It's ridiculous. Yeah. But um, just something that I'm sure you guys heard of, but like. A prayer that Sister G- Sister Jean made to the <laughs> Chicago before the game, um, and for for those who don't know, Sister Jean, she was a, a very prominent figure in Loyola Chicago's run a couple, two, three years ago, I believe, when they made the Final Four run as a huge upset, a Cinderella story, um, and she's affiliated with the school, um, and she's <laughs> she's one of like the pr- prominent figures, and she she's a, what was she at the time? Probably like ninety eight or something, and she yeah, attended she all was. the games, loves basketball. Um, she works with the school, absolute legend, and she was, she became the story of like that March Madness, and so now she's back, back at it again, um, supporting there, supporting uh, Loyola Chicago in the stand. She's 101 years old, and yeah, so she had this prayer to say to the team before um, the game. Um, so this, I'm just quoting, like this is an exact quote. <laughs> so like, as we're playing the fi- the Fighting Elmi, we ask for special help to overcome this team and get a great win. We hope to score early and make our opponents nervous. We have a great opportunity to convert rebounds as this team makes about 50% of layups and 30% of its three points. Our defense can take care of that. And that was before the Illinois game. Yeah. I'm like, wow, what a prayer. And, and also a great analysis. Get him on CBS with Greg Gumbel and uh, yeah, Carl Kellogg. Yeah. Yeah. Get him deliver better uh, analysis than Chuck and uh, Shaq. <laughs> yeah, honestly. I'm like, but wow, that's, that's exactly a great prayer. Game, exactly how <laughs> yeah. the game played out, too. They got up early. Illinois missed a bunch yeah. of threes. She's like, you got to be thinking. You're uh, the Illinois, or sorry, the loyal Chicago players are hearing that before the game, and they're like, oh, perfect. Sister Jean just wished this into existence. This <laughs> yeah. is exactly what's going to happen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now you know. I also, uh, I also love how <laughs> in her bracket ahead, she yeah. had that upset, but then she had Loyola Chicago losing to West Virginia in the Elite Eight. <laughs> yeah. And Sister Jean's 101-year-old uh, bracket. That's so. hilarious. Okay. Oh, love me some Sister Jean. Yeah. But yeah, th- th- those are... Uh, yeah, those stories was what you love about March Madness, and we just can't wait to continue watching it. Um, just quickly, who so who do you guys have moving on from these two sixteen games, and who do you have going to your final four? What's your prediction for this region? Uh, we'll start with you, Liam. I'm gonna go Loyola Chicago over Houston. Um, the Loyola Chicago team you mentioned of 2018, they had a run to the final four. Let's be honest, that was a pretty lucky run. The bracket really mm-hmm. broke right for them. Their region, I remember, was Kentucky as a five seed, uh, Kansas State as a nine seed, Nevada as a seven seed, and them as an 11 seed. So that was the Sweet 16. All the top teams got knocked out. That was the Virginia losing to a 16 seed year in that region. Right. So, And then they had <laughs> the first buzzer beater they hit against Miami was super lucky. It like, I don't know if you guys remember, it bounced off the rim and then up off the backboard and came in. Quite they had another buzzer yeah. beater um, against Tennessee, I think. So. That, to be honest, that was a, and then they got smoked in the final four. That was a lucky final four run. This loyal Chicago team, though, 
they got the metrics. Ken Pond loves them. They're un- <laughs> underseeded as an eight seed. So this yeah, is actually a good Ken team. Yeah. Drastic. Drastic this is actually a good team that is uh, I think can make a final four run. So I've got them over over Houston. Okay. How about you, how about you, Andres? Um, yeah, I mean, I've, I'm just going to say that Houston Syracuse game is going to be a good game as well. It's going to come down to coaching. Um, we'll see, we'll see who's, um, who's got the, the, the X's and O's here to prevail, but I'm going to go with Houston. Just like I mentioned prior, just about the grit and overcoming that Rutgers game. I think it's just looking up for Houston. So I'm putting them over Syracuse. Um, and they have that t- a little bit of time to figure out the zone. So, um, that's my reasoning. Loyola Chicago. I mean, there's nothing. There's nothing much more to say than what than what Liam said. I think he's right in every aspect. I think this is this team is more skilled than that prior Loyola Chicago team, um, and they over like surpassed a huge test in Illinois. And though Oregon State is really hot right now, that I think that test just in recent memory uh, for Loyola Chicago will will push them through Oregon State. Um, and then ugh, this is tough. This Loyola Chicago team is like it's really hard to root against, and I don't want to be on Sister Jean's bad prayers, so I might have to go. <laughs> I might have to go Loyola Chicago to Final Four again, and just be with Sister Jean. Team Jean, I'm going Team Jean. I'm nice. going Loyola Chicago. Team Jean, Team Jean, I like it. I like it. Um, yeah, I think I'm going to follow you guys. I have Loyola Chicago. I think Loyola Chicago is pretty handily going to be Oregon State. I don't think it's going to be a, a a close game, in my opinion. Um, I actually really like. Shout out to Braden Norris. I actually really liked him in the, in the, against the game against Illinois. Yeah. He's so scrappy. He, um, he knows how to uh, run a team. Um, and yeah, like he's he's like he's a coach's son. Is basically what the commentator said, and he basically showed it. So I really like Braden Norris. Um, uh, so I think they have them going into the. Uh, I'll have them going into the lead eight, beating o- Oregon State, and then I'm gonna have it's gonna be a, this one's gonna be a really close game. But I think I I have Houston as well. Um, I think like on just the grit that they have. Um, I think they're going to be really scrappy with Syracuse. And I don't think it's something Syracuse would be comfortable with. So I think Houston's going to go through that game. And then I think I'm going to give me Loyola Chicago, though, for the Final Four. I think this team is really good. I don't think they're, like, they shouldn't. I think they were a little bit underseeded, um, like, obviously in hindsight. Um, and But I think Loyola Chicago has yeah, not only, like, definitely. an underdog story, which I don't even think I consider an underdog story anymore. They just They just have a really good team. And a very solid yep. team that can make a, a deep run in this tournament. Yeah. So I, I think I have them going to my final four from where we stand now, um, and beating Houston in the Elite Eight, and hopefully facing Baylor in uh in the final in the final four. You know, you, we'll you know, it's kind of crazy. Um, I'm just looking at so uh, a little a little story. Um, before I guess Liam gets to his, or we move on after. Um, I, we, yeah. I, we I made a I helped my dad make a bracket. So my and Daniel's dad make a bracket, and um. He just picked all the teams, so I just went matchup by matchup, and he picked all of them. And for this region, I mean, it's kind of crazy. He has Syracuse and Loyola Chicago to his Elite Eight, and he has Syracuse <laughs> going to his Final Four. So, like, his bracket, like, this Midwest is actually looking pretty good for him. So, I'm, I'm going to... Yeah. And, and he's a... Uh, and he knows nothing about nothing basketball. He's a, a pure footy guy. Yeah. So, I love soccer. He knows nothing about and, basketball. And it's going to... Especially college and, basketball. And, like, he had Texas to his Final Four, too. But right now, like, he could, he could win. Like, he has Baylor... Baylor Gonzaga final and Gonzaga winning, so like the like he could very well win our bracket in our group. <laughs> yeah, he's already top ten, <laughs> yeah. and I think that's what he's we're going to speak right to now. as well. Yeah, but yeah, mm-hmm. it's a little story. So for that, you. Yeah, it's crazy. That's, that's, that's March Madness for you. That's picking a bracket for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in hindsight. Yeah, and and that's a good segue. I'm just a great segue because I did yeah, want to go over our our um our our list of. 
top 10, top 20. Um, just go through how we're doing and stuff like that of our bracket challenge. Um, I think this was very successful. I mean, this is everything we could ever ask for. People who don't even pay attention at all to college basketball being on the top there. People who live by college basketball being at the bottom. It's really everything you can ask for. So, like, again, thank you everyone for participating. And it's actually been a great, great, like, March Madness so far. And you guys made it great as well. All right. So, let's go through some of these. We have, like, my, my dad, oh, my brother said, we have my dad's bracket, Rasek's bracket, who's been killing it. He has one of the most, like, max points. Along with uh, John Gilland, eight, uh, who has sixteen thirty potentially. So and he has Michigan winning. So he has a lot of people still in it. Probably still his final four. Um, we have Dev up there. You hate to see it, but he's up there. Uh, <laughs> but look at his. How did he get so. up there? I uh, know he had. He probably had a great opening weekend. He probably had a great opening. Week. He only his max score can only be five thirty. I don't know how that <laughs> happens. His final four must be out already. Yeah. Um. Well, he, uh, had, he had Illinois winning it. So he had that. He had, he had, he had three Big Ten teams. Uh, in his final four, and he had Texas, so I'm pretty sure he has. Not, <laughs> he's not passed with the. Oh right. Yeah, he had Ohio State and Illinois and Texas. Tough and Iowa. <laughs> Yikes! Yeah, and then we have and we have Sherman senior, and I believe that's probably Ryan Sherwood, who's uh who's up there with 1560 possible as well in eighth place. So we have some familiar faces here. Um, we have w- Woody in second place right now, giving Payne a run for her money. Um, which is probably gonna he's probably gonna overtake uh Peyton um yeah. coming soon in the next weekend. So we'll see and Cam Clock as well. Cam Clock two. I'm assuming Who's maybe Cam we Clock? have his reserve. I'm not I sure. Was, I was peeping his bracket, it's really good. Yeah, friend friend of the show. But uh friend of the show. Shout yeah, out I'm not Cam sure Clock. who that is. Yeah, we gotta shout out Cam <laughs> Clock for that one. And <laughs> and we have Smalls the Kid as well, killing it. Um so yeah. That's Nolan Short. Yeah. Shout out Nolan on my uh, floor in first year. Yeah, shout out to Nolan. Yeah, we know Nolan. Great guy. Yeah. And um, huge. Yeah, there's fan. some really good. Yeah, we have some really good brackets here. We have Sefties up there as well. I see him. Seth. Uh, I mean, it's 115. Somehow, but let's just go to respectable bracket. <laughs> yeah, honestly. Uh, we have Dallas up there too. We have Biggest Boss 9. Unfortunately, Illinois is out. But um, yeah, no, I think we have some really good brackets up here and I'm excited to see what happens. Like things could change in a flash. So it'll be interesting to see. We're not doing so well though, because I have, I'm in tied in 45th. Um, I don't know about you guys. Andres, do you know where you're at uh, right now? I'm 64th right now. But I think it's important to like tell our viewers that you should probably look at the max total column at this point because right. moving mm-hmm. forward, um, that's, that's where you're going to have to be putting your eyes on instead of the current points. Mm-hmm. teams have been dropping like flies and maybe your final four has so just keep an eye on that yeah i agree that's a, that's a good point andres how about you liam how are you doing i'm not doing very well guys i uh i lost my my finalist illinois so um i mean i could still have gonzaga win it and i think my other three uh who do i have going i have arkansas who still could go to the final four and at, at alabama so I guess I could have three of the final four if everything breaks right, but I don't think I've got enough to win, and those teams aren't, I don't think, unique enough to, to win. So um, that was a, <laughs> it's good while it lasted. At least uh, Arkansas survived <laughs> the first game, and I wasn't bracket busted uh, on the very first day. At least it took till uh, day three for my bracket to be done. Um, I sure. did want to shout out. I did want to shout out. I have some, some more. So we got Peyton's bracket. All the Diverts have funny brackets, man. So I know I shout out Reed a lot. <laughs> 
um, he had Arkansas. He's, uh, I mean, I adopted Arkansas as kind of a fan team because I have them in the final four and I'm panicking on the Colgate game. And he's, he's kind of like, he actually cares about Arkansas all year. He's been watching every <laughs> game of theirs, I swear. And he's like, nah, dude, don't worry. Don't worry. Colgate goes on that round. I'm like, dude, this is happening. They're done. And, but Reed's been calm. So <laughs> shout out to Reed. I know he's yeah. a little worried about Oral Roberts, but, um, but then Shelby, the oldest of the Divert uh, siblings, she didn't have much right in her bracket. In fact, she has barely like almost nothing right, but she did have <laughs> Oral Roberts sweet 16 um, along with Drexel and a few other teams, but she had Oral Roberts sweet 16. So shout out to Shelby. Um, she and then Morgan a, Divert. She has a, she has a, she has a whopping 260 potential points. Yeah, she's done. Um, but my favorite, I think, was Morgan because Morgan has Ohio State winning it. And so day one, she's out and we got on the phone with her the next day. And she's like, I can't believe I took Ohio State. Like, that was so dumb of me, guys. The team I was really confident in was Illinois. Like, if I could go back, I would absolutely have Illinois. Illinois is going to go and win the tournament. And then the next day, Illinois gets dumped out as well. So she's like, okay, well, yeah, fair enough. I have. I don't know what I was talking you can't even, about. You can't so. even be mad at that point, to be honest. I would love to, I would yeah, love exactly. to see. I would love to see Shelby's thought process here. Like, did she really think the teams that she was going to put through actually would? Like, did she make more than one bracket? Is my first question. I don't think so. Because she put, she literally put all the upsets. Like, you know, how people usually make <laughs> the two brackets. One be like all upsets, and one be like their actual yeah. bracket. So you're telling me this uh, is their no, actual I think- bracket. I think she thought the higher number, the better the team. So I think she was a little confused. Oh, come on, Shelby, you're better no, than that. No. <laughs> you're better than that. She, had, she has, yeah. she has uh, Cleveland State, Purdue, UCSB, and St. Bonaventure in her Final Four. <laughs> Cleveland State. There you go. She had Colgate, Oral Roberts in the matchup in Sweet 16. Like, it's just... Oh, man. It's a lot of red. Yeah, and... I wanted to give a, a quick shout out to my uh, to my boy Craig, who's uh, who's Mr. Craigery, the Scra- the Scrabble bracket, who's currently in last, <laughs> but has UCLA going winning the whole thing, so he's still in it. He's alive. Um, he he picked he picked his name based on like Scrabble points because he's not he doesn't really know much about basketball. So basically, how he did the scoring, whoever has the, the most like the the name with like the most Scrabble points, like you know that each letter has like a number, and then you yeah. add up. Yeah, so he did that, and then he had UCLA, I guess, as his winner. So shout out to him for uh, finding a creative way to pick his bracket. But he's still alive. I don't think he's his goal is to be dead last, but I don't think it's gonna happen. I think he's in contention to squeeze up a little bit. Yeah, shall be giving up. Shall be giving a run for money on that. Yeah, yep. yeah, exactly. And I want to also give a shout out to uh, to the GFs, our girlfriends, who probably should be running the show because they're all of them are doing better than us. Yeah, so we have seriously, cat. Uh, Who's my girlfriend? Who's a tight end twenty six, I believe. Uh, Olivia's ahead of Andre's forty five, tied with me. Uh, and then we have Peyton, who's in first right now. So, I mean, we, we should just get him on a pod and probably yeah, and probably we'll have to do a special edition. As well. Yeah, <laughs> or it can be like you know we're recording the podcast and each of them are in our ear in one ear, telling us what to say, and we have to yeah. say exactly what they tell yeah. us to say. That'd be, that'd be fun. <laughs> that'd be really uh, funny. Like, yeah, we'll uh, definitely have to think of something like that. The Orlando, the Orlando Bloom. School of School of Acting. Have you heard of that? Apparently, like uh, no. Orlando Bloom has like no Orlando Bloom. Sorry, um, who's the other guy? Pirates of the Caribbean. What's his name? Oh, uh, Jack um, Sparrow. Uh, can't believe we're blanking blank. on this. <laughs> what? Yeah, I've definitely on this too. Um, I know the actor. Uh, 
Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp. Johnny, Johnny Depp. Depp. Okay, yeah. yes, Johnny Depp. Appar- apparently, God, I don't he know has, how it took us so long to do that. Apparently, yeah, he has no a kidding. piece. <laughs> <laughs> Good thing we're not doing a Hollywood podcast because we'd be horrible at it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, apparently, he has like an act uh, uh, during his um, when he acts acts on set. He has someone playing his lines in his ear, so he can say. It. So as as soon as they play in his ear, he he says it out loud. So that's what it reminded yeah. me of Liam saying yeah. when, uh, when 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 yeah, having the girlfriend. That's exact. That's exactly what it would be. Yeah. I'm sure that would work out well. <laughs> oh my! Like we just show him a picture of like a player, and then like like cat's like, oh my god, he's so cute, and then and then I'm like, oh shit, <laughs> I gotta say it. <laughs> oh my god, that name that name's so cute. Oh, okay, uh, but yeah, no, I think we have a very interesting field of brackets here. A lot of people we went to school with, a lot of people we know now, family, friends. Um, I honestly love this competition. We and we definitely gonna do this annually. Um, shout out to friends of the pod like Dev, uh, JD killing it as well uh, in his bracket. So yeah, no shout out to Yelena and uh, and Stefan as well who made a bracket as well. Everyone who everyone who advertised it on their IG stories or Twitter. I know Voitech did as well. Our a resident um, uh, podcast editor who's a who's a godsend. He's a man and also so like I think I think everyone who made a podcast and our, and our new addition to the squad Marcus. Uh, yeah, shout out to Marcus. Yeah, it's your gra- a new graphic designer. As you saw, our 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 uh, social media game has upped a lot. Um, so not to say that it was bad before, but it was definitely no, definitely improvement. It's, it's light years, <laughs> light years. Different. So we're ble- we're blessed to have him. He did a bracket as well. So no, we we really appreciate everyone's contribution to this. We're so happy we can put it on for you guys. We definitely want to do it for for years to come. And I know uh, Liam and I just don't know if you guys want to say anything, but I'm I'm truly grateful for all the support we we've received these past few di- past week or so. Uh, no, yeah, just yeah, a man. big thanks again. Uh, hundred plus entries. Uh, thanks to Jed North for giving us a couple gift cards we of can course. give out, and I think it went smoothly for our opening, our inaugural Dos Compas uh, bracket challenge. And just thanks to everyone. Thanks to um, yeah, everyone who supported basically. That's all I have to say. Yeah, any special shout-outs on your end, Liam? Yeah, no, it's just I love how this uh, how we're ending off this episode with uh, with some shout-outs. Um, pardon me, I'm, I've got a sneeze coming here. You might have to edit this out. <laughs> no worries, no worries. Okay, I think I think the sneeze is passed, but I love how we're ending this episode. Everyone's in a good mood, great time of year, and uh, yeah, thanks to the people who uh, who are working to, to make it happen, and uh, thanks to you guys as well. For sure. And Pesky sure. Paul as well. Pesky Paul, yeah, for the yep, shout yep. out as well. Um, yeah, great, great, great guy. So I think we're, I think we're like pretty much set further and prepare ourselves for the upcoming games. Um, this, this, this coming weekend, recording today on t- on a Tuesday evening, and yeah, just uh, just as the weather's getting nicer, these games, this competition's getting nicer as well. I cannot wait, cannot wait to see what's coming. So everyone, please stay safe. Uh, have a great week. And we'll talk to you guys next week, basically, on the update on what's what's to come. So thanks again, and uh, good luck to all your brackets. Um, like I said, $100 gift card on the line, so we'll be giving that out to the winner. So good luck. Peace. Yeah,